I knew I rammed you for a reason. It takes money. Well played, MILF. I just put on my auto tune. That was what the dildo was for. Oh, shake it, baby. <laughs> Dating four babies, does that mean it's not wrong? <laughs> I'm really not sure what the yaksis of evil would be, but it sounds pretty scary. It's not a thing. The word surprise and from behind and never a girlfriend's favourite thought. Loads in your mouth. You were adopted, happy birthday. Joyous day, I used to be a porn star. What up, neighbours? In Soviet Japan, turtle jumps on you. Away, Seaboat! Away, Seaboat. Oh, hello! Are you done? Insane ramblings. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a very anniversary episode. Very sick, a very disappointed, a very cold, very disgruntled, very final, very international, very disorganized, very romantic episode of Insane Ramblings. Oh yeah! It's a very... <laughs> celebratory episode of Insane Ramblings this time. No, it isn't. You got it wrong. Why? What is it? It was competitive. A very competitive episode of Insane <laughs> Ramblings. <laughs> We've already started the competition. But that, that's Point okay. Point one to Vicky for knowing the title of the episode. Because uh, if you didn't notice by that intro, this is our second anniversary or ramble-versary as we weirdly called it last year. Yeah, that wasn't at all for. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we've been officially doing this podcast for two years, starting today, even though, as we mentioned last year, it hasn't been online for all that long. No. <laughs> I think we did a few episodes before it ever went online. Yeah, I think when we got to episode three, we were like, maybe we should uh, share this with someone. <laughs> yeah. But um, we were like, I'm tired of just talking to a chair. Yeah, exactly. But we've upgraded from chairs to mic stands, so, you know, moving on up. Oh, I'm talking to a light fitting. Okay, well, maybe I've moved on up. <laughs> um, but what I was yeah, going to say for is... For of you who didn't realise it was the anniversary that, um, hello, was directed at you. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a bit of a recap from the best of our previous intros, and that one was, of course, Angelina from the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I'm worried that the best of our intros includes the best of some other show. <laughs> Makes me worry about our material. You know, most of our show was just stolen from the web, from the you know interwebs anyway. So it's yeah, all part of that. But uh, uh, it's okay that I stuffed up the intro, adding you know celebratory in there because as we can edit it out. Well, I could, but I also have to. <laughs> I had to go back through all those old episodes looking for when I said a very whatever episode, and yeah. half the time I forgot to say it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't at the start mostly, was it? There was a there was a fair few where. It was also quite difficult to find because I said it several minutes in, so yeah. that got a bit frustrating as well. So those are the best, uh, the best job that I could find of looking through all the varies since we uh, did the last montage of varies in year one. But so it if seemed... you can see it then feel free to email it in. <laughs> yeah, this is the competitive episode after all. Exactly, but um. And now you guys will listen to my mix of all the beginning of the episodes and go. Oh. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, you can obviously, when it gets to a very um, romantic or something like that, you can tell that that's the episode that we recorded in your living room with a different mic because it just sounds like completely different to all the others. Yeah. <laughs> when was the one where I got auto-tuned? That was maybe two episodes ago. That was when um, you we were talking on Skype and it, the quality just went crazy. 
Oh, okay. Sorry, that wasn't a special effect. Did you kind of know how to auto-tune you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, I knew I was being auto-tuned. No, if... oh, how funny would it be if you could, like, have a ray where you could just point it at people and auto-tune them against their knowledge? Well, there's an iPhone app um, it's called T-Pain Me or something like that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and so you, it's like a dollar and it basically turns your voice into auto-tune. Oh, dollar. Yeah. But, you know, if if we had auto-tuned for this show, if I knew how to do that, 90% of the show would be auto-tuned. <laughs> what would the other 10% be? Dancing? Well, there's so much of our show that's already singing. <laughs> like, I'm just listening to clips from previous episodes, like that happy birthday one from last week. There's all these... Uh, I, I want to make a montage one day of just all our little stupid songs that we do that last about two seconds each. <laughs> By montage, do you mean album? Uh, I don't know how... We'd have to do a lot of podcasts to make an album worth. Well, we've got at least five songs. We could do an EP. Well, I guess your... Um, your I didn't break this promise, blah, 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 whatever, for our, uh, in colour. I didn't break my promise of writing you a song. Yeah, that one takes up about ten minutes on its own. So. <laughs> it is the Hotel California of songs about you. I was going to go for American Pie, but either way. Oh, really? I was thinking we didn't start the fire because it kind of like details your whole history. I don't know that song. Oh, really? It's like it goes through the history of like America of uh, like what, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s or something like that. Okay. Well, yes. Yours would be like, bought a bad microwave, then um, went to Canada. After that, I (laughs) (laughs) came back to Australia, started up a cast. We didn't start Insane Ramblings. Oh, wait, we did start it, but that wouldn't fit the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and see, if we had auto-tune, we could actually make that sound something, uh, you know. Like a song? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think it'd be funny if you could, like, auto-tune people who are just, like, talking. Just if they were being too boring or to piss them off or what, like, what would you use this for? Oh, all of the above. What do you mean? <laughs> You'd pretty much not turn it off. behind auto-tune? Sorry? You'd pretty much just not turn it off. No, my, lo- my world would be auto-tuned. If you could just uh, auto-tune random people and put a little beat behind it, then you'd just be, you know, 24-7 rave. Oh, I'd be Snoop Dogg, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Maybe that's the app that we need to get. Right. <laughs> that's how you discovered Justin Bieber. <laughs> well, uh, if people remember from our previous Rambleversary, one of the highlights was our glossary quiz. Oh, was it? And well, it, <laughs> it was one of the things we did. I'm not going to say highlights, but looking back, we did play. Take clips. the whole show as a highlight that was in there. Well, there, there was a lot of clips of stuff like we did a best of Craig segment and a best of Ranger Vicky. But I figure you can just go and listen to those episodes. It's not like you know they were. Um, I guess like with clip shows back in the day, a lot of the times they would do that because people missed those episodes. But now you can get every episode whenever you want of our podcast. So it's not Yeah, exactly. or they were just feeling lazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, that too. We were <laughs> a bit of both. But um Yeah. <laughs> we had After 2 years we're out of material. I've got a feeling We're out of material after one, to be honest. I've got a feeling we had a clip of me choking on a killer python and then you gagging reading your range of Vicky. Yeah, we did play that last time, didn't we? Yeah, but like, it just seems now that looking back on it, we played a lot of uh just choking clips from last <laughs> yeah. year. So I don't. It's quite the fetish anniversary. Yeah. So since we don't have many in the last year, we've uh, 
we're going to cut those segments and just do new Ranger Vickies and stuff. Oh, okay, sure. You can you can choke now if you want, just you know, so people can get their fix if uh, that's what they came here for. Oh, I choke every episode when you ask me a question. <laughs> but anyway, so what I was getting to is that we've got the two-year glossary queries. So I went through our glossary, quite enjoyed myself doing that. There's a lot of random shit that I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell? Why, when did we talk about rabbit shoes? <laughs> well, I can give you a real-life example. The Ottoman Empire. I remember that. Do you remember what it is? I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like in history. Okay. And in our, according to Insane Rambling's glossary? Uh, I imagine it would be some sort of empire um, presided over by those foot, foot poofs. Pretty, pretty good. It's our official <laughs> definition, a real empire that makes idiots make awkward jokes about footstools in the wrong context. Oh. <laughs> Okay. And as, as, you yes. can, as you can hear by Vicky's laughter at our own jokes, I gather that's a lot of what this episode is going to be. Yeah, I can't remember that at all. No, me neither. So you're right. And so I was like, just picking out the best. A lot of them, I assume, you can kind of guess by the title. A few of them you can remember because they were, you know, important, insane ramblings moments. And then the rest are just like, what? What are we talking about? When did we mention this? Oh, because we use them in everyday conversation, obviously. That's true. So, um... Like, oh, Ben, it's like the Ottoman Empire in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think last time we... Because there's quite a few glossary terms, we kind of split it up between uh, segments. So I think we should do the same thing. So we'll kick off the show, now that we've got the auto-tune talk out of the way, with a few glossary quizzes. So basically, I'm going to give you a definition or a um, a term, and you can tell me what it means. Okay. A definition or a term? Yeah, so most of them are the terms, and you can give me the definitions, but I mixed it up a few times as well. All uh, right, okay. So this one, the before breakfast oh, this rule. this is scary. What, do I, am I going to get, like, first-class honours in insane ramblings? Sure, why not? <laughs> do you reckon, like, Albert Einstein had to sit exams on the theory of relativity or something? Well, he invented most of that stuff, so probably not. Well, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so now we can use your quote instead of Angelina. <laughs> so yes, the before breakfast rule. Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea. The before breakfast rule. Yeah. Is that when you're the king of all the time before breakfast, and you try and stop people from eating breakfast, so that you can continue to be king well into the afternoon? Not at all. Oh, okay. What is it? It is the rule that no one can pick you up before breakfast. What do you mean? I mean, uh, being hit on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, not oh, as in oh, physically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why am I like a thousand kilos before I get some wheat bix to start my circulation? Yeah, if anything, the before breakfast rule number two should be that if you want to physically pick someone up, then it's probably it's preferable easier. before breakfast. Yeah. It'd be some kind yeah, like, of Heimlich maneuver lighter. otherwise. Mm. <laughs> Alright, what about. Uh, my house? Yeah, no. House of Mirrors, by the way, speaking of being fat. Is. How's that a segue? <laughs> no, because the room, the mirror in my room, right? Yeah. It's um, it's on the floor now, kind of. Like, it's leaning against the wall because we were worried it was going to, like, fall down on the girl living in my closet in the earthquakes. Yeah. So, it makes you look, like, huge. Like, you just look obese because it, it, like, looks up at you, I guess. It's like you've got one of those um, shoe store mirrors. 
Yeah, basically, but for your whole body. <laughs> so, so you look like you're from the 70s with like massive platform shoes and then like a cone head at the top. Yeah, maybe it makes you look, I guess, really short or something. But uh, just all feet all the time. Yeah, it is. It is all feet all the time. Like, <laughs> and yeah, and now this one in this room that I'm sitting in is really skinny and like points right at your legs. So it makes your legs look tiny, but the rest of you look like they're walking around on these spindly little legs. And you're like, oh my god! Like, I can understand how I can carry like tiny head on big feet. But how can I carry <laughs> giant head on little legs? It's a dilemma. Yeah, I'm worried. Which which mirror to trust? When when you said a house of mirrors, I was picturing more like a mirror maze where you've got mirrors oh. on every single <laughs> surface. It'd be like yeah, some, I've moved. <laughs> yeah, it's like some kind of scene out of um, the Man with the Golden Gun or something where you run in and then the enemy is hiding in a mirror maze and you can't work out which one it is. <laughs> That's exactly what every day is like. It's annoying trying to get to the kitchen. Yeah, so um, just uh, if, any, if any super villains come over, I'd shoot out the mirrors quite quickly. Okay, good. Thanks yeah. for the advice. <laughs> just, 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 just a quick uh, super villain tip. <laughs> I mean, like, I have to live here. Like, I feel as if man who lives in Mirror House shouldn't be throwing bullets around. But um, I also figure that it makes the place look bigger since, you know, space is one of those things in Japan that is lacking. That's true. Just it makes you look bigger and your feet giant as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's some obvious downfalls to the House of Mirror situation. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> All right, next. next uh, this one's the definition. What, okay. What was the giant company mascot um, TV show where they pitted against each other to see how much they can eat. What was that called? Oh, I remember this. Um, I'll take Giant Mascot's Hour of Power for Ooh, 500. So close. Is yeah? The Massive Mascot's Hour of Devour. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Which, I was in the neighborhood, but I drove past the house. For those unfamiliar, it was, I think, Poppin' Fresh, the Michelin Man, and some other mascot that I can't remember at the moment. Oh, Oh, I'm shattered. The boys gave 110%. It was a game of two halves, but the better definition won on the day. Was it the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters or something? Yeah, it was Poppin' Fresh, the Michelin Man. It's... And Stay Puft. Oh, no, that bakery guy? The, pills, the dough boy. Yeah, that's that's Stay Puft. I mean, that's Poppin' oh, Puff Fresh, yeah. <laughs> no, isn't that the Pillsbury Dough Boy or whatever? Yeah, I think he's got many names. <laughs> But it's, it's always con- yeah, it's always confusing because Ghostbusters ripped him off for their uh, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. So, but then he murdered Bill Murray, so I always get confused. I don't think he murdered him, did he? No, he did. He, it was attempted. In real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> for ripping him off. We should um, we should let him know before Ghostbusters three starts casting. <laughs> we should give all the news. Is that what you were going to say? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't see why anybody else gets to report the news except <laughs> for us. Um, all right, and last one for Speaking this. Speaking of the news. All right, go on. <laughs> Did I tell you about how at the end of the Japanese news they say, I just told the news? No, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> how cool is that? Yeah, in Japanese they go, I just told the news. That's... And then it's the end of the news. They should say that at, um, at the end of every show. 
<laughs> they should. Not not just you told. <laughs> just you, watch the drama. Yeah, exactly. Like just like, at the en- <laughs> at the end of um, House or something. It was like, and you just got housed. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like they should have. I just told the news at the end of every show. Yeah, and, it gets and, so confusing. <laughs> wow, the news was that House saved someone else. That's uh, yeah, right. rarely repetitive <laughs> news. But- at first they were sick and then got a little better. Then they got a lot worse and seized. Yeah. Well, it's like um, from the OC or something. Is like the famous line, "Welcome to the OC, bitch." It's it's just like using that at the end of every episode. Every episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like if if I took house literally, every disease will eventually lead to you seizing. Seizing. Like having a seizure, not like seizing the day. Yeah, well, that's true. Or um, having blood come out of random orifices. Everyone has a seizure in house. Yeah. Now every time I get a cold, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be annoying. And uh, they always do a few, a few ahead. They always do a few um, tests that are un- irrelevant. Irrelevant? He'll, he'll, no, so he'll, he'll, like, relevant? he'll do something terribly reckless that almost kills the patient, and then it leads to nothing. They're like house, why oh, did you do yeah. that? He's like, hmm. Oh, you just made a verbo. I thought you were like. Just going suffix, uh, prefix, crazy. Well, verbo. Do you want to do that one? That one's on the uh, glossary quiz. Is it? I remember a verbo. It's a verbal typo. Correct. One point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you just... Was it you just watched the news? Or I just told the news? I just told the news. I do like it. It's their away sea boat. I like it. Yeah, exactly. But you just watch the news is not as good. Because they can't guarantee that. But they can guarantee they just told it. It is a bit... Um, irrelevant, I guess. Redundant is more the word. Yeah. Seeing this, it's like, yeah, I know, I, I did just just watched it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Japanese news, weren't you recently on it? Yes, I was on the Japanese news. Doing what? Oh, it's so strange. Well, I didn't realize that planking was a huge thing in Australia, right? Yeah, I think it, like the term originated in Australia. Yeah, it's huge though. There, isn't it? Do you want to? Um, explain what it is yeah it's like just suddenly got massive but for those who well, may not know we didn't really know anything about it i just saw like one photo on my friend's facebook profile picture um and it's ba- oh, um, facebook it's basically just laying face down on really famous or like um precarious or cool places yeah it doesn't really have to be famous but kind of people have tried to outdo themselves so the more um the more ridiculous the photo, the better, really. Yeah, basically. But it's just you laying flat face down. But it's also, um, you have to lay, like, stiff as a plank. So people have laid across the top of... Not light as a feather, though. Don't get confused. <laughs> Been watching uh, too much craft recently. Or the craft. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a good one of a guy um, planking across the top of a payphone booth. And so... I guess if you were to lie across an object like that, your legs would, you know, uh, be vertical. Yeah. yeah, but so you still have to keep the whole uh, horizontal motion, I guess. Right, yeah. right. It's just like planking, like that you do at the gym. And your uh, like arms, are, your arms are beside your body and everything. Yeah. Well, your arms are inside your body. Where are your arms? Beside. Oh, beside. <laughs> I've got, I've got one of those um, holes cut out so I can store a t-shirt in my body and I put my arms in there while planking. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> we 
didn't realise it was a huge thing. So we made planking Japan, like, as a joke. And we had planked, like, around Takashita Dori and the Major Jiku and Harajuku Street. So what are they, like... Unran, right? What are those what? places? Are they they look like a temple oh. or something that you're at. Yeah, basically. They're just famous places around Harajuku. I'll put like, these pictures the on the uh, glossary as well. Oh, cool. And so anyway, then some guy apparently died? Yeah, so it was, like, a 20-year-old kid planking across... Um, the railing of a hotel room and he was on like a few stories up and I guess he fell while he was taking a photo. Yeah. I don't know anything. Like that's what I guess is weird now that I'm retelling this story is that like I knew none of this. Like we knew nothing about planking. We saw like one picture of it and we're like, this is really cute. Let's do it. And then like suddenly there was this huge thing and we didn't even know about the guy. So the news contacted us and was like, what's your comments on like this guy dying and like, cause you're the leaders of planking Japan. <laughs> so did so, you, how did you, sorry, how did they find you? Did you start a Facebook um, group or something like that? Yeah. And we were planking. One of the photos is inside our house and the guy who works for the news now used to work for our housing company. So he recognized the house and tracked us down. Oh, whoa, that's quite coincidental. Yeah, I know. Right. A little too coincidental. Yeah. Recognized your house or just told you that story. So you wouldn't think he was a massive stalker. <laughs> Don't plank where you eat, kid. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Hmm? No, keep going, keep going. Well, my housemate can speak Japanese, so it was his comments that ended up going on the news, like the voiceover, and our planking photos were on there. It's pretty cool. Did they have a whole bunch of yeah. other, other Japanese planking photos and stuff? Or? No, just ours. The problem is that you're face down, so no one can actually tell that it's you. No, everyone knew. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, how many blonde girls living in Harajuku that plank are there? I can say one. <laughs> The I other... can think of one off the top of my head. I think it started out as called... Um... My cubic Australian girl is her name. <laughs> I think the planking started out as this... Um, it's called the lying down game, I think it was originally. And it's been around for quite a while. Yeah, that's but... not as catchy. Yeah, exactly. So I guess then all of a sudden Australians called it planking and it just caught on massively. But I remember seeing photos of it from quite a long time ago. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I would think the lying down game is just like your parents' code for sex. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's like, how it I started. What did I see you doing this morning? It's the lying down game. Well, maybe um, that's, you know, originally what happened. Someone's like, oh, I heard you and uh, Dad having some good times last night, Mum. Like, oh, yeah, we're just playing the lying down game. It's like, oh, how do you play that? And like, crap, now we have to make up some rules. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Some crazy game. Well, <laughs> just go lie down in a paddock, face down, and uh, take a photo. <laughs> that also gives them extra time to have more sex. That's true. <laughs> That's the new glossary term for next year's quiz, you now realize. What, more sex? Yes. <laughs> it's definition. No. Things we all want. Well, speaking of sex, I've got another um, definition for you. Oh, yeah? Predictive sex. Oh, I don't know. The definition? Is it... Oh, yeah, go on. Is it, um, let's see, predictive sex? Is it when you have really shit like sex and you're like, oh, today's going to be shit? <laughs> the definition that we've got is when you already know it's not going to be good. <laughs> so, Why do we talk about sex so much? Because it's funny. <laughs> sex is pretty funny. I don't know why. But the, um, uh, reading it's that, like... yeah, it just makes me wonder why... We assumed, like, it's predictive. Why does it have to be predicting that it's bad? 
Yeah, why can't we be like, this is going to be great? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think we, um, that might have been a verbo as well since it was uh, predictive text or something. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> predictive sex, yeah. Um, oh, I made the worst verbo yesterday. Yeah. Oh, it was really embarrassing. We have this friend. It's not even that bad, I guess, but it was just like one of those awkward ones where you say someone's name instead of what you wanted to say. Okay. Yeah, so we have this friend called Ollie, right, here in Japan. And so we were watching the movie Wally, and I was like, oh, he's such like a cute boyfriend. I really want like to date him. So I wasn't really paying attention to what I was saying, and I go to like all of my friends sitting there, oh, I'd really want to date Ollie. And it was just like crickets, and I was like, Wally, oh God, Wally. <laughs> <laughs> so now they don't believe you if you said, uh, if you, you know, try to backpedal on that one? Yeah, that's the worst. There's no way. That's what I was saying about, like, have we ever talked, I think we talked about one time, questions that if you deny them, they sound worse? I have no idea. It sounds like the kind of thing we would talk about, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, you know how, like, if someone's like, oh, you love, like, I don't know, whoever, you love Kate. Like, no, I don't. I don't love Kate. Why would you say that? Like, <laughs> I don't love her. But it does kind of, that kind of thing sounds very fifth grade. Yeah, I like, guess. how often is that happening to you now? Well, like, not, like, maybe not, like, teasing, but people will be like, oh, you know, do you like this person? And you're like, oh, nah. I mean, like, they're like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, you so do. Like, the more you <laughs> deny it, the worse it sounds. Yeah. So, um, do you actually love Ollie now? <laughs> well, I have to. That's the only, like, way out, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. It's just to love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you've started many a relationship. It's how I start all my relationships. Making verbal typos. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a bit of a, uh, a flashback moment now? Yeah, all right. I so, love flashbacks. So, I prefer a flash forward. That'd be cool. All right, well, we can flash somewhere to this deleted scene. We so should have done a flash forward. To the next episode? Or, like, something, I don't know, like, to a year in the future or, like, ten years in the future. Let's, or, like, our old Let's old improv age. one now. For, like, okay. for next, this can be from the next uh, anniversary episode, so from one year in the future. we can. Really? This... I was thinking, like, when we were old ladies and men. How, you can flash forward to when you're 80, and I'll flash forward to, <laughs> to when I'm 24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. What do you think of this uh, insane ramblings? Rambleversary 3, Vicky. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> There's my pills. I can't, Bring me my pills. I can't believe we got hoverboards already. What do you mean already? Get off my space lawn. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so now that we've had a flash forward. Yeah, so Ben travelled at the speed of light for 60 years <laughs> and came back. <laughs> I, ho- I hope I'm not going to regret that next year when we don't have hoverboards. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to... Well, no, it's actually 60 years in the future. You just remained 24. Oh, okay. So I just uh, came out of cryostasis and no one wanted to break it to me that it's actually been a lot longer than that. Yeah. Joke's on me, though, because we probably won't have pills in the future. And I'll be like, why is Vicky like, so old all of a sudden? Japan has aged her quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be too polite to say anything. Yeah. It's all those um, crazy energy drinks and... Saki or something. Oh, did I tell you about the time when I I uh, went to work hungover and I was so tired and I had to work twelve day uh, twelve days. Ooh. That is a hungover. 
Yeah, I had to work 12 days in one. That was difficult, I have to say. <laughs> well, that's the kind of thing that would age you 80 years. Yeah, 12 hours. And, um, well, if I'm working 12 days for every one, yeah, I'd age pretty quickly, wouldn't I? Yep. So uh, what happened? Well, I drank two Red Bulls and three coffees. And when I got home, my left arm was twitching independently of the rest of my body. It's probably not good. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to have a lie down. <laughs> what, what is the um, the soft drink market like in Japan? Because I heard they've got all these, these very specific flavors, like you can get, you know, peach for pregnancies and stuff like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Like yesterday I drank easy to digest water. How's that different from regular water? I don't know, better for dolphins or something? Did you uh, digest it easily? Oh, well, I couldn't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have that much problem digesting water, usually, yeah. I hope. Oh, I drank grape soda. That was incredible. Grape Fanta. Grape is the best. I don't know why they uh, don't really have that here. Grape never I can't understand either. It's delicious. They, uh, grape uh, popsicles as well. They've always been my favorite. Do you have those? Yeah, yeah. We've got, oh, there's so much delicious stuff here. I never want to leave Japan. It's incredible. Just, <laughs> just so you can eat everything? Pretty much. <laughs> the sole reason I want to stay here is candy. You have to start a um, export business so you can send some of the stuff our way. Oh, yeah. I never thought of it like that. Make some money and but, get yeah, great delicious grape Yeah, I agree. Let's start a campaign. It's like great... <laughs> we should start a campaign. Bring Great Fanta to Australia. It's, it's not as catchy. We'll think of a bad name. <laughs> Fantail Australia? All right. Let's stick to the original one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knew a slogan could get less catchy? <laughs> um, um, it's like chewing hubba bubba, but you don't have to chew. Yeah, exactly. and you can keep it in your body. Yeah, it's just also that kind of thing where it says it's grape, but it doesn't really taste like grapes at all. No, it doesn't. It tastes like like um, strawberry. I'm pretty sure they only have it in one. Japan and South Africa, well, and they call Australia the lucky country. They're so wrong. I, I've had it in um, Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's awesome. Everything's great flavored there. And that's, you know, what I sustain on when <laughs> I was like a kid. Like the houses and stuff? Yeah, you can. It's like... Um, Is Canada the world from Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> <laughs> crossed with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We went on this uh, Ferris wheel the other day that had clear boxes to be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at the end. So you can see below you or something? Yeah, you can see every way, but my friend is really scared of heights, so she was like, this is more like Charlie and the Chocolate Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Did you change something about your microphones? You, your sound quality is a bit less. Um, I don't you, think so. Are you downloading no. or anything? Uh, maybe my housemate started using the internet. Uh, bastards. Because that was who came in, my housemate's girlfriend, and looked at my pants and left. Anyway. About... And I made it look even worse. You know how I was telling you that Verbo... Um, they heard me now talking about Ollie again. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, because I'm actually in like the spare room and they heard someone talking and they're like, oh, it must be a new housemate. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, it sounds like Vicky. And they're like, yeah, but it could just be a new Australian. And then they're like, yeah, but then we heard you talking about Ollie. So we knew it must be you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you think like, you're alone oh! and you can finally admit it. Like, it's just like, there's no way out. They now. also probably only heard your half of the conversation, which makes it sound like, uh, it's just like, yeah, I love Ollie. Even if you're being sarcastic, then they can't tell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> anyway, without um, getting too much more sidetracked, let's play this clip.
Ben, sit down. I have a confession to make. Is this about the time you murdered your evil twin? Because I already know about that. No, I'm afraid it's something much more serious. Okay, but first, I too have a confession to make. What? How could you? I haven't confessed anything yet. Oh, sorry, force of habit. Continue. I, Benjamin Moore, am not who you think I am. Whatever do you mean? I'm actually your son. But that's impossible. Oh, I'm afraid it's quite possible, my dear. No, seriously. I'm several months younger than you, so... Don't you see? That's the genius of my plan. No, you're really going to have to spell this one out for me. I got myself adopted. To you. Remember when I got you to sign that form the other day? That was really the adoption certificate. I just thought you wanted my autograph. Precisely. I knew your desire for fame was so great that you'd be so caught up in the fact that you would ask for an autograph that you wouldn't be paying any attention to what it was that you were signing. No! So, uh, what was your thing? Huh? What were you going to confess? Oh, I just used your toothbrush earlier today and I felt guilty about it. So I bought you this new one. Oh. Thanks. So there you go. That happened. That was that time in the past where I took up piano and you took up the accordion. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I remember that. We were very, um, dramatic during uh, those days. Yeah, we really were. Like, I was like, you play these chords and I'll play these chords on the piano and we'll form a mariachi band. Yeah, we'll just, we'll and just while set we were the doing tone. That, you're like, we can't be in a mariachi band together until I, you know, confess everything. That's true. So, yeah, for that, that was the backstory of what happened um, before that clip. But, you know, we figured it was a bit too intense for some people. So we thought we'd, uh, you know... Well, Shield. I just didn't want to be Vicky Toothbrush Stealer Smith. It just really reflected badly on me. Yeah, but then, you know, you admitted to a whole bunch of other stuff, so it didn't really matter by this time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do some more glossary quiz action. All right. What is an acronym? An acronym? <laughs> oh, obviously when I run out of things to talk about, and just start baking up words. <laughs> It is an aquatic acronym. Like what? It is theorized that fishes speak this way because they only have two second memories. (laughs) So they speak everything in acronym? I guess. I haven't got an example here, but apparently that is what we deemed an acronym. But how would they remember what the acronyms meant? (laughs) Well, maybe there's some kind of baseline memory where they can, you know, it's like a memento, everything before the accident. He remembers. But everything new Oh, like is, a hotline. Yeah, so everything new is only two seconds, so they can remember what all these acronyms mean. So they can get across a message quickly and then interpret it and then forget it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> like, that helps them, but... Do you reckon we, like, discovered the self-destruct button from listening to Fish? Um, how so? Well, because, like, they get the message and then immediately delete it from their minds. 
<laughs> how spies messages are always like this message will self-destruct in two seconds why don't we just send fish to tell people our sensitive information because they have to get there so they, they have to hold the message long enough to remember it oh uh, yeah true maybe we could throw fish to each other I do like the idea of um, the intro from Mission Impossible 2 where he's scaling the rocks and uh, instead you know he gets his message from his glasses he just he just throws a fish off the cliff and it explodes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This fish will self-destruct in ten in seconds. Come on. I feel it in color coming on. <laughs> I, I think the other thing with that scene is that he pauses for quite a dramatic amount of time. Like if I just got a message that was telling me it was going to explode in like five seconds or however long, I wouldn't pause dramatically. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Tell me that started the message." Yeah, right? Why did you wait till the end? Yeah, these are on my eyes. I don't want my eyes exploding. Exploding, <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Got some pranksters in the old CIA, I can see. Yeah, exactly. What about the pelvis breaker? Oh, that's Caitlin's nickname. No, <laughs> my nickname. Okay, I don't know whose nickname it is. I'll take your word for it's it. It's mine. So it's the ironic it nickname, nickname of someone who never breaks any pelvises. <laughs> Well, the truthful nickname of someone who breaks a lot of pelvises. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was my nickname when I went to Queensland. Well, filth. Ah, ev- obvious one. It means awesome. It means cool, fetch, or yak. <laughs> and uh, one more. The axis of evil. Ah, isn't that all the evil countries that are against us? I don't really know. It says what happens when yaks come together to plot our demise. It's very scary. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but I know that I'm afraid of it. Yeah, so it's yak-based and demise is involved. That's pretty much the phrase I say when someone shows me a picture of an insect with more than four legs. <laughs> Wait, don't insects have six legs by definition? So you're, oh, you're dogs, probably, you're back in. <laughs> you'd probably be pretty scared of all insects in that case. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was wary of dogs for a second there, but now I've realised. <laughs> um, do you want to hear some potential episode titles that didn't quite make it? Sure. That's good, because I spent a lot of time gathering these, so if you, <laughs> if you weren't too... Uh, said no. Then I, I guess we could have moved on, but it would have been a waste of uh, opportunity, because they are quite like, funny. Like, up then, you slut. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, episode... Well, to explain, these are all quotes from the episodes. We name our episodes after things that we've said during that episode. Yeah. So, um, this these are some of the ones that episode 18 didn't quite... Uh, was almost called. Make the cut, yeah. My views on... No, these are things I was almost called. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, my views on bestiality are so conflicting. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't fit on the birth certificate. <laughs> I've been chosen over Slytherin on multiple occasions. <laughs> you don't hear the term pots of semen too often. <laughs> pots of semen? I don't know how that one didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of Wally, I'm just loving this movie Wait, today. How, how, did, like the... how did we go from what? pots of semen to Wally? I would be very yeah. intrigued by how this movie ends if that's the case. Well, at the end of the movie, the song in the credits, it pretty much sounds... At one point, he sings, We learn to calm up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't learn that. Wait, guys. <laughs> Am I the only one that can't do this? Uh, there's, um, 
there was an old Sailor Moon clip. It was, must have seen it on YouTube or something, where she was like, "Sailor uh, Tuxedo Mask, you came!" Like, "Oh, Tuxedo <laughs> Mask, you came again!" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it seems so much less dirty as a kid, but <laughs> yeah, right. But Michael, we just thought planking was how we made babies. Yeah, exactly. He was planning on breeding a midget army. That was another one that almost made it. <laughs> and if you've got a story about confectionery and orgasms, you'll win my heart. <laughs> Who said that? You? Yeah, I said that. That was about when me and Natasha met. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't. I I guess that was a bit long-winded to be episode title, but I I stand by it. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say. Um... If you've got a story about confectionery and orgasms, let's hear it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much a good demand. No, we already heard it. That was the um, cum cookie story from episode 18, if you want to go back and listen to it. <laughs> I do remember the story, but I was just saying, like, at any party, you should demand that. Like, if anyone's got a story about confectionery and orgasms, yeah. let's get it out of the air now. We'll form some kind of uh, Indian circle and sit around, go one by one, like, all right. <laughs> yeah, pass me the orgasm stick. E- either... Is acceptable. Wait, I've got to call Lady Gaga. I've got a great idea for <laughs> Either of those uh, stories, you know, a story about either of those subject matters is acceptable. If you can combine both into one story, then you get the floor. <laughs> no way. No, a story about one of those is not acceptable. Like, I ate M&M's. Mm, you just, you just yeah. told about told how you wanted to stay in Japan for the confectionery. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. You just did. No, the first rule of confectionery club is we don't talk about confectionery club. You also um, had a big segment on squishing M and M's together for one of our Craigslists. Yeah, I completely tuned out for like half the show. Oh, okay, sure. Well, speaking of, um, you made a Fight Club reference. We've got another yeah. a glossary term. What is the first rule of Fight Cast? I guess don't talk about Fight Cast. Oh no! Don't talk about puppies. Oh. Don't talk about puppies. Yeah. Really? Apparently. That's so strange. Well, you can go back and listen to one of our earlier episodes and find out why the hell that's the first rule of the fight cast. Yeah. Like, feel free to talk about fight cast to all your friends and family, but for fuck's sakes, don't talk about puppies. Yeah. What's your problem? <laughs> well, see, I think the implication is that we wanted people to tell um, everyone about our podcast. So maybe we have to come up with another, another rule. Oh, right. <laughs> like, yes, please tell your friends about us, but not puppies. They're popular enough and we're trying to catch them. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to overtake puppies on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> They've uh, got some good casts. Uh, episode 19 was almost called, You Have to Be Either Wide Awake or Drunk, or Some Kind of Combination of the Two, dot, 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 roofied. <laughs> wide or drunk is what I was going to go with. <laughs> um, message to all sex, question mark? <laughs> That's pretty much how I find my new boyfriend. <laughs> um, when Nokia removed the message to all function, I was shattered. <laughs> We're gonna start a cat. Die alone. We're gonna start a cat milking business and make millions. <laughs> Yet to come to fruition. It does. It does. So uh, we're starting an exporting business. I don't see why we can't just have that as a side. Do they have cat milk flavored uh, confectionery over there? I can't, I can't imagine they wouldn't, yeah. to be honest. It, it doesn't seem like there's many untapped markets left in Japan. No, there's nothing. Um, like, th- let's keep looking at things and making it. Like, let's make a foot hat <laughs> last week. Well, did, did, oh, fuck, um, well fine. I, I sent you the link to those um, new crazy cat ears that they've got in Japan. 
Yeah, the Nekomimis. Yeah, did you know? talking to all my students about them. So, um, for those who aren't familiar, I'll chuck a video on the uh, webpage because it's pretty crazy. But they're kind of anime-inspired cat ears like you see in a lot of Japanese TV shows. But um, you wear them on a headband kind of thing that senses your brain waves or something like that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And so... Suppose... They're the latest in neurological wear, according to the Japanese <laughs> cat. And so I think these are coming out soon, right? They're not out just yet? Um, as far as I know, you can't get them yet. Yeah. And so what the video shows is that this chick's wearing it and she walks past a guy that she likes and the ears are electronic and so they prick up because they can sense that she's kind of into him. And then as he walks past and um, she can't see him anymore, they turn back down. They like turn to look at him. Yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> so like the way that they move is a bit freaky on its own, but the fact that they move according to your emotions and stuff is pretty insane. So as long as it works, yeah. I'll be uh, extremely impressed. I'm so getting a pair once they come out. They're yeah. awesome. Do you know how much they are? I have no idea, no. Yeah, hopefully. Does that matter? No, I'm, I'm sure it'll be worth it no matter what. <laughs> It'll be an insane ramblings investment. As as a guy, I'm all for girls wearing this because then I can yeah, automatically... Yeah, so anything that makes it easier to know that they're into you. Yeah, if you're walking to a bar and everyone's got their Nekomimis on and their ears prick up, I'm like, all right. <laughs> or if, if, they all, if they all suddenly go down, then maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to rethink this plan. <laughs> this is basically just a head penis for women. Yeah, finally. <laughs> well, apparently they say that when you see someone attractive or you're talking to them, your eyebrows um, lift up for like a nanosecond. Okay. Not like literal nanosecond, like but just, a really short... Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. And so is that Look what I should be looking for? Give to someone, they lift their eyebrows, huh? Yeah, apparently. I don't know how true it is, but I heard it in psych class. Okay, good to know, good to know. As in psychology class, not like psych, that's not correct class, because <laughs> I wouldn't believe it. Well, that would be quite a frivolous class to take, I would assume. They just, <laughs> they just tell you at, at the end of the lesson, they're like, and you just get psyched. You're like, ah, not again. Again? How did I not see this coming? <laughs> Have you seen the Honda legs? Is that like a kind of electronic dog thing? No, Honda legs is just a pair of electronic legs, mm-hmm. not for disabled people, for normal, not the disabled people, normal, um, for, I guess, people that can already use their legs to use them more efficiently. It sounds like those things from... Um, Dark Angel. Yeah, they are, except not for disabled people. So, how people, do they make you run quicker or something? Jump higher? No, sort of like more ergonomically. So, it's kind of like robot legs that you put your legs into? Yeah. And so, how do they, how do they like make it more efficient? Like, they, do you use less muscles or something? Well, no, I think that they just, the way they make you move is just more efficient. But does it make you like, quicker or anything like that? I don't think so, no. <laughs> but you can sit in midair. You can just sit on them. And they make your movements smoother. Okay. Well, you have to send me a link to these. It sounds kind of cool. All right. Yeah, YouTube the Honda legs. The, I don't know. They're cool. They sound kind of lame, actually. The um, the electronic dog thing. I came up with a slogan for them, though. Yeah, go on. Well, a song for them. A jingle, yeah. if you will. To the tune of Jelly Legs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to sing it? Am I? Well, you can't just tease <laughs> that there was a... Uh, a jingle and then not, you know, ful- fulfill this uh, curiosity we have about it. Because someone told me about these Honda legs at the start of like an eight-hour training day. So I was thinking about them for like a really long time. Mm. And it wasn't training day like the movie. <laughs> it was training for English people. Yeah, I was hanging out with Denzel. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he was like taking a nap. So I thought, oh, time to write a jingle for Honda Legs. Okay. <laughs> she leaves me with Honda Legs. Where did all my back pain get to? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's track six on our upcoming uh, album. <laughs> I'll get the auto. secret track. I'll get the T Pain auto tune on that. Now the secret track will just be us talking about puppies. <laughs> no, don't do that. You'll break the first rule. <laughs> um, episode twenty. That was almost called the boobs are always better on the other side of the bridge. <laughs> The reason why I moved to Japan would be the subtitle <laughs> of that book. Episode 21. I don't know that Cruel Intentions 3 holds as much weight as the Bible. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it's still open to a debate, I guess. Yeah. Having never seen Cruel Intentions 3, why should I, why should I start casting dispersions? It was one of those um, franchises that went downhill very quickly. So, I, did, I believe I did see Cruel Intentions 3 and... I, w- I was not as disappointed as you might expect, but... Well, maybe because you thought it was going to be shit. Yeah, exactly. My expectations had already been significantly lowered from Cruel Intentions 2. Yeah. Which, I, I can't remember, we might have talked about this during that episode where you mentioned Cruel Intentions, but Cruel Intentions 2 started out as a TV pilot, which... Oh, really? It was going to be a prequel series to Cruel Intentions... Um, but that was never explained in the movie that it was a prequel. So for like the whole time, I'm like, why is he still alive? And why is that guy yeah. really young and everything? That was really confusing. Yeah. Cruel Intentions too. But when it, when it didn't get picked up to a TV series, they just shot a bunch of extra scenes to make it, because I think it would have been like a two-hour pilot, and they just shot a bunch of extra scenes to make it into a full movie. But it seems like they would just added lesbian twin-cest scenes and more sex stuff. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of be like, but the feeling I got was like, it's kind of like watching Back to the Future without being aware that he travels to the past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, best segue ever. Speaking of twincest. Oh, yeah? Have you seen any of Game of Thrones yet? Yes, I love that show. Yeah, what's with... How fantastic is it? I've only watched the first two, but... What's with the Middle Ages and incest? Always. Yeah. I'm so well, sick of it. It seems like... Um, in the first episode, there's two couples of twins who are getting it on. Yeah, the blonde. They're not twins, though. The blonde couple, are they? The one who pushes the guy. Oh, massive spoiler alert for the first episode of Game of Thrones. I think, I think uh, it'll just entice people to watch it. Yeah, the blonde couple. Yeah, they're the... not brother and sister, but they're not twins, are they? They're brother and sister, at least, aren't they? Yeah, they're brother and sister. Okay, so there's at least one set of twins and one brother and sister who are having sexual relationships, at least definitely inappropriateness going on. And, uh, Who's the other couple? The one who gets married to the Lord? The one who get caught at the end of the episode. The uh, Lena Headey's character, I can't remember her name, they're all you know, crazy. Yeah, the one who names. pushes the boy out the thing. That's yeah. the one I was talking about. Yeah, and then where the brothers, um, that the blonde one is like pimping his sister out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're both blonde. Yeah, that was pretty confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... It seems like when the guy was writing it, he's like, you know what? This book needs another incest couple. It's yeah, it's like weird, isn't one, it? One wasn't enough. Let's ramp it up a little bit more. Well, it seems to be like a canon of the genre, having like a... In the canon, that's not what I mean. Like a cornerstone of the Middle Ages genre. Yeah. Like, like a... we need dragons, swords, and incest. <laughs> that's going to be our uh, next in colour. 
dragon sword. <laughs> we need dragon swords and incest. Or at least the episode title. <laughs> oh, I bags the swords then, because you can have the rest. Dragons and incest. If I if I could get a dragon, <laughs> dragon I might put incest? up. I might put up with incest for the dragon. Ah <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. I'm so not okay with incest. Only only if she was really hot. Oh, it's your sister. No, I'm not talking about my sister. I'm thinking of a hot middle ages dragon sister. <laughs> okay. Gross! Oh my god, let's talk about anything else in the universe. How about what episode not 22 was almost hot. called? Okay. I boned my sister. Oh, how did that happen? Ah, why? <laughs> <laughs> I boned my sister and all I got was this lousy dragon. <laughs> now there's a t-shirt for you. <laughs> uh, it was actually almost called, if it was any other suburb, we could just slaughter the nearest pig. What? Mm-mm. <laughs> My head just turned into a question mark. Maybe that was where you were talking about. You went to that weird suburb where it was like Bizarro suburb. No, that was way earlier. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Canterbury, where everything was super nice. Yeah. And we felt. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Where pig slaughtering would apparently never go on. No. Uh, oh god. Kidding. It was also almost called. I came second, but I drew a feeling. What? Oh yeah. That's that is that episode. <laughs> Um, it's like fishing, but for bait. Instead of a worm, you've got a fake ten-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, that was our description of um oh, to catch a of predator. We catch pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that tagline didn't catch on. Yeah. Too wordy. He also, uh, it was also almost called. He threw a pie at you and said, "Solve that, bitch." <laughs> Cloud detective. <laughs> if if that hasn't been trademarked, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start running to the office. You finish the show. Yeah, every episode is just solved with the honk of the nose. <laughs> the flower wasn't filled with water, but <laughs> acid the whole time. <laughs> then, like all twenty cops pile out of the tiny car together. <laughs> uh, I think that could be um, a sequel to Fish Police. <laughs> It'd be annoying to have to animate police every time there was a crime. What do you mean? I think they were animating fish. They just happened to be police. Oh, I see. No, I just meant in real life. Like, oh, there's been a crime. Quick. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get the animators on it. There's a good um, Futurama intro joke. Like, you know, at the start of every episode, they have a little written gag. And it said, yeah. um, painstakingly drawn live. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. So maybe we need to get those animators on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> episode 23. It looked like me and Vicky's parrot were getting it on for a while. <laughs> Just looked like it. It was an optical illusion. Yeah, I don't know if that means that um, we both had parrots and that they were getting it on, or me and Vicky's parrot. Oh, that's what I thought. You had the parrot. Yeah, it could not be. Not our parrots. I think, I think there was a talk of Mr. Herpes, the parrot, or something like that. Oh, he comes up a lot. Fair Ep- you ambiguous English. Episode 24. Yes, it requires a boyfriend, but so do many things I'd like to do. <laughs> Like tandem cycling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you were thinking of taking that. And mixed rowing. It was also almost called, I take your suspicion as an acknowledgement of parenthood. What? Uh, you know, that's one of those things that don't get uttered enough lately. I think so, we're missing out. Episode 25 was almost called, 
I br- I'll bring the racism and you bring the gun ownership views. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> or don't touch her there. She won't go to heaven. <laughs> that one was also in some form. <laughs> 26. Who's ever peed on a cow? Oh, not so fast, Ben. <laughs> um, man loving in shoes. Isn't that the the prequel to that episode is Ben arrives somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he was mauled by 50 lions supported on the back of a midget. Was this from the midget army? Yeah, that's the second. I feel as if they're getting quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second midget title that didn't quite make it. It's a shame. Yeah. They'll, they'll get their day one day. Uh, almost, almost through these episode twenty-seven. I've gone over to teach ninjutsu, bitches. <laughs> Is that was that your famous last word or something before you went to Japan? Yeah, I stepped. <laughs> I saluted and stepped on the plane. <laughs> episode twenty-seven. There was a menagerie on this train, and all of them were very pervy. <laughs> I hate the pervy zoo train. There were claws and tentacles everywhere. That's what it ended up being called, wasn't it? No, I didn't think so. Oh, okay. Heh <laughs> suckers, they all think I peed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old pee not peeing switcheroo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm sure we discussed this at the time, but how is that better if they think you peed? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that it's ever desirable for someone to think you peed <laughs> when you didn't. But who knows? The carbonation on your ass cheeks feels quite nice. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. I think that one is something that you say. Uh, uh, episode 28. Sometimes it's murder. Sometimes you're just a little parched. <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes you murder somebody. Sometimes you just need a drink. It's yeah. hard to tell, though. It's really hard to know the difference. Do you think it's worse to pee yourself in front of strangers or friends? Might I remind you, <laughs> this was from a different episode <laughs> to the previous pee in public one and the cow it's peeing true. episode. <laughs> <laughs> if we could distill this program into like stories about pee, yeah. stories about ass, stories about sex. But it seems like three episodes in a row there was at least pee quotes, so uh, there's a theme going on, definitely. The New Zealand guy ate my ham and now I hate him. <laughs> the age-old story. <laughs> if you're eating a banana in a plane, you're fucked. That was um, that yeah. was to do with the radiation levels. Radiation, yeah, yeah that's right. I just remembered. And the... I was just like, why? Like, in case you choke on it or something. <laughs> and the last episode, episode twenty-nine. Happy cross species, everyone in the world creeped out. Day to you. <laughs> no one invokes a cap. And you too. <laughs> no one invokes a capybara for no reason. <laughs> And Ben versus the Super Gorillas. <laughs> yeah, but we saved that for our upcoming movie. <laughs> yeah, you mean Dragon Inserts and Incest, right? Yeah, it's the sequel. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of crazy movie sequels, guess what favorite Insane Ramblings film is getting a sequel? Oh, my God. Is it Ringo or whatever? Rango. Rango. <laughs> Obviously... Obviously, much uh, a, a great favourite movie thing is you can't even pronounce the name. <laughs> I can love things without remembering them. Uh, I am not sure about the status of Rango's sequels. 
yet, but uh, that's not what I was talking about. Do you want to have another guess? Or? Better not be Cop Rock. It is not Cop Rock. It is Birdemic. What? There's going to be another Birdemic. Awesome. Apparently, it's going to be called Birdemic 2, The Resurrection 3D. Uh, they didn't fall into the usual trap of calling it, uh, you know, waiting till the third title in the series to call it 3D. Like, you know, Jackass 3 is Jackass oh, 3D. Oh, are they like going to say they didn't fall into the trap of calling it Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that's their downfall. Maybe they should. <laughs> well, it sounds like, but I thought everyone died at the end of Birdemic, so it just sounds like they're running it backwards. Well, I don't know. Did like, you... all the people come back to life. Did you watch the Birdemic? Eats his you haven't seen it, have you? No. Yeah, so I assume that not everyone died. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it is, I guess it's a bird deming, not the bird apocalypse. No. Um, but the description that I got from the website is a platoon of eagles and vultures attack Hollywood, California. Why did the eagles and vultures attack? Who will survive? Why are they a platoon? Are they like a highly <laughs> trained army? Bird? It's also good of them to specify Hollywood, California, in case you're wondering about other Hollywoods. Yeah, like, that's which right. Hollywood do they Hollywood mean? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Is it my Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Ranger Vicky time. Yeah. <laughs> Ranger Vicky, what's the scariest thing you can think of in the animal world? Um, some kind of giant version of any animal usually makes it scarier. Really? Mm. How about a guard dog with titanium teeth? That's about what I was going to explain. <laughs> that's what I meant. Actually, <laughs> that was my next guess. Yeah. What's scarier than a normal guard dog? A guard dog with fishes. A giant guard dog. I know, we've covered that. Yeah. <laughs> with metal teeth, probably. Yes, but this is a prison guard dog with metal teeth. Oh, shit. In Australia. It sounds, um, is it like Jaws? You've practically signed your death warrant. It sounds like Jaws from um, James Bond. It's like if he had a guard <laughs> dog. Well, if this had a laser on its head, you would be James Bond, because he's in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so read the article, please. A prison dog has been fitted with titanium teeth in Australia after losing his real ones. That's good to know, isn't it? <laughs> or For at least fruitarians out there, they fell out naturally. At least uh, he would have been a bit less threatening without any teeth. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that would have decreased his value as a guard dog. Yeah. But increased his value as a gump dog. I don't think there's much uh, profit in those, though. I don't know, mushing bananas? I don't really want pre-gummed bananas. How do they make baby food? Surely they feed it to toothless dogs. I think there's machines that do that for you. Yeah, dog machines. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Now we'll be turned off to baby food for a hour. So Axel from Melbourne, not to be confused with Axel Whitehead. <laughs> Probably was him. <laughs> Probably. After the whole exposing himself incident at um, the Loki's, was it? Um, no. Warriors. It was, yeah, I think it was the Logies, actually. One of those two. Yeah, he decided to become a prison guard dog. It was some, his only way. Some Australian award show for our international viewers that are like, what? <laughs> Even some Australian viewers are probably like, what? Yeah, who's Axel Whitehead? <laughs> yes, from Melbourne, is ready to sink his teeth into any would-be escapees after being fitted with metal canine teeth. Cool. Good to know they're metal canine teeth, isn't it? Yeah, they didn't just get some there. Uh, Grandpa's false teeth. <laughs> yeah, they were fitted by veterinary dentist David Clark after Axel shattered his teeth while biting into his bedboard. Or his enemies. Yeah. I was going to say, why? this seems like the stupidest guard dog ever. I don't think we should be giving him metal teeth. 
Sure. Um, and also, how does someone come up with a dream of becoming a veterinary dentist? If you've got to be um, some kind of dentist. I don't know. Maybe it's not a dream. Maybe it's just like, well, you're not good enough for people teeth, but we can let you work on this crazed dog. <laughs> he's only going to bite his headboard anyway. <laughs> well, he's got gums at the moment, so he should be right. <laughs> can't go. It can't get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just imagine like in the primary school class, like fireman, ballerina, teacher, veterinary dentist. <laughs> maybe maybe you have to work up your way from veterinary veterinary dentist to regular dentist. Oh, I thought you were going to say from veterinary dentist to fireman. <laughs> I was like, it's The Sims. <laughs> if only that would be kind of cool. <laughs> it would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> so where where did you do your veterinary dentist training? <laughs> obviously, uh, working his way up to astronaut from veterinary dentist. Uh huh. Obviously, yeah. Via fireman. But you know, he's past his janitorial level, so that's something. That is good to know. He must have at least six friends. <laughs> uh, Doctor Clark said, "So much is spent on training working dogs that it ends up much cheaper to repair a dental problem than to retire the dog." Okay. I Doesn't guess. a working dog sound like a prostitute dog? I always just think of that um, Rob Sitch production company. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was about a prostitute dog show. What an obscure joke that I just made. <laughs> <laughs> we make some incredibly obscure jokes. <laughs> no, I was thinking the same thing as like working dog productions. Yeah. I thought of the exact same thing. That's good to know. Um, prison dogs, police dogs, hunting, quarantine, and custom dogs often suffer injuries in the course of their job. I think this is another campaign we should get behind. What What is you campaigning for? More gum dogs or more metal teeth for dogs? <laughs> well, where's the off health and safety for these dogs? They're prison guard Imagine dogs. Imagine if people just went around losing teeth willy-nilly. I'm sure it's not really their number one priority. Well, it should be ours. <laughs> okay. I'll let you spearhead that one then. Okay. While Axel's terrifying teeth are the result of an accident, other dog owners are going to great lengths to ensure their pampered pooches have the perfect bite. <laughs> Get this. Cosmetic dentistry is growing. Is growing. <laughs> um, growing in popularity amongst dog owners, whether it's to repair a broken tooth or to ensure their show dogs have the widest, straightest teeth possible. Hmm, interesting. That's when you know you've got too much money. Yeah, and too much time on your hands, and maybe, you know, it's for those people who can't have kids or something, and yeah. just like, I'm lonely, what do I do? Uh, get some of my dog new wider teeth. You need a hobby, like burning money. <laughs> yeah, anything is probably better than cosmetic <laughs> dog dental Cosmetic <laughs> dog dentistry. <laughs> Although, I think we should get into this field while it's growing. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> You can report I love back. how cosmetic dentistry is growing in popularity amongst dog owners, but with other people, it remains unchanged. <laughs> oh, it's always been super popular in every other aspect. Yeah, that's right. Like, rabbit owners are like, oh, welcome to the curve. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to 2001, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> you and the bitches today. <laughs> You've got 99 problems and saying bitches won. <laughs> uh, is that Ranger Vicky? Yeah, that's done. Time for a Craig segment then, which uh, I have to say is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? Speaking of... The um, yes. No, the, this, well, this, this, you this, it. this particular Craig segment, today's one. Um, oh, is it the wizard one again? Because that's a, a fave. Yeah, it's, it's probably the best one since the uh, Laughing Wizards. Oh, awesome. I'm going out on a limb here. 
Oh, that's a big limb. It's called child cats. <laughs> As opposed to kittens? Yeah, it seems like the guy who posted this ad has not heard of the word kittens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'll just, I'll just give you that heads up. I got some child cats in my backyard. I don't know what kind they are, but I know the mama cat left them there so that she must not love them. They real cute. <laughs> I see a dude cat walking around my street and I think he's the father. He probably don't even know he got child cats in my backyard or he'd come to take <laughs> them before they get eaten or something crazy. There are a total of five child cats back there. I know three of them are child dude cats because they got cat balls. <laughs> I love how he prefaces everything with cat. It's child dude cats. Like, in case you forgot that we were talking about cats. Yes. That's how you know the difference between dude cats and female cats. Dude cats got cat balls. <laughs> no, oh, that's informative. Yeah, it's a little educational as well. Yeah. No cat balls. Well, that's a female cat or an undeveloped child cat. Email Ray for more informations. What? Read what? Email Ray for more informations. Oh. And email is spelled E-M-A-L-E. Ah, oh, hey. Yeah. I see what you did there. I don't think it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> That's so strange. So if you want some child cats, not kittens, mind you, just child cats. No, just child cats. Or if you need to know how to sex your child cats, now you know. Yeah, if you're um in your veterinary uh, dentistry class, that could probably help you out a little bit. Yeah, if you've got the sexing exam coming up. Yeah. Like, my cat just has gums. What do I do? Check to see if it's got dude cat balls. <laughs> cat dude balls. A cat dude kind of sounds like half cat, half dude. We can only imagine the hor- horrors of that hybrid animal. <laughs> sounds like the Big Lebowski or something. <laughs> the dude kitty. We're running out of time for segments. Do you want to do a new one? All right. The situation. (laughs) Seamless. (laughs) Sorry, I was laughing. Basically, this segment refers to when things start going horribly wrong in a given situation and there's a turning point where someone could have fixed it, but they don't. (laughs) And so we ask the other person for advice how they could have saved the situation. Yep. All right. So uh, you've got a scenario that you're going to put to me and I'll tell you how I could save this. Okay. Well, basically my friend was dating a Japanese girl. He is American. Not that that makes a difference, I guess. But um, he's from Tennessee. Also probably doesn't make a difference. No, it makes but a he's big got, difference. Like, huh? Makes a a huge difference. difference. Yes. My notes are useless. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he um, was on a date with this girl and he invited the girl to his house to watch a movie. And so they were watching the movie and halfway through he had to go to the bathroom um, and so she was just clicking around on the internet, somehow came across his internet history and found that he'd watched a video of a man walking and peeing several times. <laughs> How did she know it was... hastily asked to go out for dinner in a very public place. How did she know it was several times that he'd watched this? Well, it looks like it came up in his in- history a few times. So he was walking and peeing at the same time, I assume. It's yeah, not, and my like, friend not, was just like, incredibly impressed. This is Bob's blog of things that he can do. Walk. Yeah, he's pee. walking. He's being. And now we've, now we've hit a stride of another pee quote for the episode. <laughs> he's walking, he's being. Yeah. And none of the twain should be confused, except by this man who did them both at once. Do you remember and that? my friend um, was super impressed by that video. His remember, girlfriend, not so much. Do you remember that um, 
drunken baby that was on like Ally McBeal for a while, that Ugra Chaka thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was, I remember seeing a video of him walking and peeing with alcohol in his hand or something like that. Oh, uh, really? Maybe he was imitating that drunken baby video from 1997. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then she hastily beat a path to the door and was like, yeah, see, see you next weekend. That was two weekends ago. <laughs> Um, so what's the what's the the question? How would I have saved this once she found the video? Yeah, you walk out of the bathroom and see your girlfriend watching in horror a video of a man peeing and knowing that you creepily love it. <laughs> and uh, but does she confront him about this, or does she just make an exit? She just made a face of horror, and the video was peering at her, and she was peering at him. Oh, so I can I can tell what it's about. Yes, you know. Yeah, he knew. I would, I'd just say it was um, a friend or something like that. Like, this is... Uh... That's way worse! Not only do you like watching this guy, you know him. But I'd be like, oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, like I'd deny it. Like he sent it to me or something like when well, he was drunk. i watched it so many times. And because it was just people kept... Uh, <laughs> people kept giving me oh, questions. Bumper, you're lost. You're hesitating. Nah, I got nothing. This this guy's screwed. <laughs> yeah, he's screwed. He he watches it because he's in love with this like fat American guy's blog because this guy's just such a weirdo. And that's what she he explained to her. He's like, yeah, I really love reading this really weird guy's blog. And this video is like part of the blog. And it was just getting worse and worse. Like explaining like, why do you love this weirdo? Like, why are you into weirdos? So... What, is there other stuff on this blog that this guy does? Yeah, like all kinds of weird stuff. He's just a really strange guy. Yeah, it sounds pretty messed up. Did, <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a way out of this? No, I didn't. I was like, well, you're screwed. I would have said, oh, he... Because sometimes he reviews video games. So I would have said, oh, he, um, he usually reviews video games. But then, like, I kept... This kept popping up as his new video. So I kept thinking it was a video re- uh, game review, but it never is. Yeah, maybe it was one of those things you could try and say, like, um, you got uh, Rickrolled. Yeah, true. Yeah, so it's like I just kept clicking on things and everyone just kept sending me this link. So it was an accident. I didn't mean to watch it. Because you can kind of deny it once, but having it multiple times in your history is when... Difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I think, like, it's very hard to save that situation because even when you come up with the excuse, like, it's always like, oh, really, though? Yeah, you probably best to just move on and accept, find someone who accepts you for your drunken walking and peeing videos. Yeah, well, he showed it to me, and I was like, that's fine. It's funny, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, I, I got, I got one well. for you. The situation. <laughs> Perfect. I was making <laughs> Natasha breakfast last week. Yeah. And uh, it was fried eggs or something, fried eggs on toast. And fried eggs and ham? Sam, I am? Yes. <laughs> and that was a, her breakfast date the next day with Dr. Zeus. <laughs> and I made hers first. So, like, because if my, I made mine first, it would get cold while I was waiting for hers to cook. So I thought, you know, she could eat it while I'm cooking mine and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I make, yeah. I make hers and I use this bread that when I get to mine, I discover there's mold on it. <gasps> but she had already started eating it. No. So I could interrupt her and say, oh, don't eat that. There's mold on it. Or I could have just hoped that there wasn't any mold on it and just keep going and hope she doesn't notice if there is. 
or been aware that there is mold and yeah, just hoped she didn't realize. Yeah. So when or I eat your own and pretend you didn't notice either. Well, for, for mine, I switched bread. So it would have been probably a heads up that I did oh, notice. You're a regular evil stepmother, like biting the non-poison side of the apple. But but what would I have done? You know, if I was aware that there was mold, it was already too late. Yeah. To, yeah. So what happened is that she eventually discovered there was mold on her bread and she told me. And so... Oh, that's good. Yeah. She was like, oh, just that's heads up. Out. Yeah. There's mold on it. And so I admitted it. Yeah. I already saw it. And... Uh, oh, why? If you noticed, I'd changed bread. <laughs> because I, you because guys just can't help but shoot yourself in the foot. But but what if um, she noticed that I switched bread? She would have caught me out in a lie, and she'd be like, "What the hell? You didn't even um, tell me." <laughs> yeah, you just fed me moldy bread, but you got the good one for yourself, you know. Penicillin. I'm worried about your health. Yeah, she didn't buy that excuse. I tried that. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how would have you saved it? Like at the time when you noticed the mold, what would you have done? Well, I probably would have just been like, watch out for the mold because I don't want my friend to eat mold. But, but, she's, if I'd taken but she's already it, eating it. She's already yeah, eating it. Yeah, we'd have been like, oh, stop. Like there's mold on that and you might have already eaten some. Be careful. Okay. So you, you would take the risk that you're feeding her mold, but own up in hoping to get uh, brownie points before it's too late. Well, not brownie points. Just like hopefully she's not eaten any yet. Yeah. And okay. I can avoid that. Well, that is not but, what I went with, then it backfired. <laughs> no, but if I'd gotten as far as you, I would have committed. You would have said that I didn't notice? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I didn't go with that either. But she she was only, well, she was kind of angry at me, I guess. <laughs> well, she would have been like, why do you use different bread? Why do you ask so many questions? Yeah, always the bread detective on my case. Yeah, why are you on my case so much? And then make it all about her. Like, are you suspicious? You always, you're always. Um, yeah, just that shouting at her until it you, confuses you know, her is, enough. You know, I'm eating this bread because I'm in love with another woman, don't you? You're always about that. <laughs> anyway, I think that's about all we've got time for this episode. We don't have time for all our regular segments, unfortunately. So what uh, have we on Zen and Zen oh, and I can okay. I can read the insane ramblings Twitter guy if you want. Yeah, go on. Right. Give us a few. Has he got any new followers? I think he went down. He was on three last episode, wasn't he? No, it was like seven, wasn't it? No, no, no. That was how many he was following. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's down to two now. Oh, someone left. Yeah. Um, so th- this one, oh my bad, it was a mop handle. Just thought I'd clear that up. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And you know you're never going to get any answers if you keep tasing everyone as soon as you ask questions. <laughs> yeah, take that on board, Australian police. Yep. So uh, that brings us to the end of another episode. Unfortunately, it'll be a little while before we have a new one. So if you were hanging out for uh, Zen people type weird shit into Google, keep hanging. Yeah, hang there like that proverbial kitten. Yes. Um, hang in there, tiger. But we've got a few new segments. I'm going to tease Facebook Family Feud. That's something else that we didn't <laughs> get to. So you can expect that from next uh, episode. But... I'm going to America and Vicky's going to Europe. So hopefully we'll have some stories from those trips. But uh, it means there'll be a bit of a break between episodes. I'll send them to you via fish. Awesome. And I'm hoping to film a new in colour while I'm over there as well. So hopefully you can be on the lookout for that. But probably not anytime soon as it will take a while to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> so uh, feel free to email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or, or me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. 
or just to get the show podcast at insaneramblings.net. Can't wait to hear from you. And uh, go on iTunes and rate and review us. Say how much you love us and give us five stars. And if you want to get every episode automatically downloaded to your computer, just hit subscribe. And whenever there's a new episode, it'll automatically download and you can enjoy us without really having to do much effort. (laughs) A lot less effort than us, which is pretty much nothing. (laughs) And uh, go to the Facebook fan page and become a fan and also post when new episodes are out on there and, you know, maybe some behind-the-scenes photos or random statuses about, you know, whatever's going on. Anything you got to add? No, that's that's covered everything. All right, sweet. Looking forward to Facebook Family Feud. So uh, I'll finish up with an angsty teen blog quote. I'm sorry you missed out when I went to school for the first time and you didn't have to... And you didn't have me to tell you that you were all mine. I'm sorry you weren't there to take me to the mall. And you weren't. It's deep. <laughs> yep. I think it's pretty, self- pretty self-explanatory. Don't need to go into any more detail. Well, that's pretty much bad advice, because I'm pretty sure I am. You are at the mall? No, I just am. Ah, okay. And with, <laughs> with that confusion, away sea boat. Away sea boat. Yeah, boy. Stop looking at my underwear, you creep. Insane ramblings.